We here. It's Don Chen's The Wolf Mentality Podcast. It's pretty damn lit. Uh, long Wolf. Ma 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 La 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 Ma 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 La 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 You warmed up? I'm ready. What up wolves? Don Chen's Josh. No, Jay Boogie. Who's Josh? Jay Boogie. Josh is dead. Dead Josh. What up? We're back. I didn't have a... I don't know if you even know. I didn't do a Tuesday episode. I tried... I didn't have an uh, inter- yeah. I didn't have an interview ready to go. Yeah, and I, you know, I was in Utah. Yeah. I brought my all the podcasting equipment to Utah, Did thinking, re- oh, maybe I'll like do some kind of makeshift thing when I'm there. <laughs> didn't do it, and I ended up just having to give myself an extra twenty minutes to get through security every time. Yeah, because I had I to have like a shitload. Is of Is it equipment. a hassle to carry all this shit, dude? It's like, well, I didn't have the camera. I just uh, had the still it's a couple lot. mics, the stands the computer <laughs> it's like uh, the mixer sir we're gonna need you to come with us <laughs> yeah dude the one time they stopped they stopped me the first time because they the the stands on this mm-hmm. it's like 10 pounds so they're like do you have dumbbells in your <laughs> in your bag i was like no and i had to explain to them as a whole thing so i i uh, gave myself a much more difficult travel experience what airline for no fly? reason huh what delta air- delta delta airline. um it was good uh, my complaints are, I paid for Wi-Fi the f- on the way there. You paid for? Is, have you done that in the past? Never did that before. You just decided like, fuck it, let's. They give you free Wi-Fi that allows you to message on the flight. On the flight, but to do anything else, you need to pay. And okay. I forgot to download podcasts or do anything, so I was awake. With it's a long flight, it was yeah, like six was- hours on the way there. Six hours? Yeah, but it was like four hours on the way back. It was like a little less than six well, yeah, the way there and like that. four hours back. It was much quicker coming back. I thought I, I thought that's what it takes to fly to LA. That seems like Yeah, it was like probably five and a half or yeah. something, but it was like it was shitty. And so I was like, oh, I want like maybe I'll just pay for an hour of internet just so I can download podcasts. Yeah. And so it's ten bucks. Oh, waste, not bad. waste of 10 bucks yeah I'm it just sure. didn't work it yeah. just doesn't work. <laughs> it's fraudulent and delta should be uh i don't know something bad should happen to them Damn. yeah so that's fucked yeah so I, I did it and just nothing worked did you like complain to a flight attendant or anything excuse me they don't give a shit so yeah i know I, they I just didn't even bother i'm sure you can like there they have like a complaint uh procedure you can go through like on their website and basically just like send something in just to never hear from them again (laughs) but i'm sure it exists yeah (laughs) but the flight there was sick because there's nobody on the plane it was a pretty empty plane yes we were like walking around people were Uh, laying across the three seats dude yeah so the longest flight i've ever been on was 14 hours one way from new york to tokyo and the flight was like dead empty it was a big ass plane where there's like the the middle row of four Damn, so that's a huge plane. So we were all just sprawled out. out. They had, um, what was it? They had free, unlimited alcoholic drinks. And we just, you know, I threw back some gin and tonics and just slept for like the entire flight. It was great. That's awesome. I I was pretty pissed at myself because I pride myself on being able to sleep through flights. Yeah. I didn't do that either way. I got a little bit of sleep. What was the seating situation like? Did you have a window or... 
the on the way there, I had an aisle seat. Mm-hmm. Pretty. I like aisle seat. I like the aisle seat. I was happy with that. You, you just don't have the window to lean against. Right. On the way back, though, I had middle seat. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Why? One, fighting for elbow room was a nightmare. Were you sitting next to our friends or were you? No, I was not sitting next to any friends. We were uh, like randomly. We were all in middle seats too on the way back. We we're all in seat <laughs> B in like different rows. And then the guy who was sitting next to me on the way back was so pissed off. I've never seen someone so pissed <laughs> off on a flight in my entire life. He, dude, I don't know. As soon as we sit down, no joke, the plane hasn't even left, <laughs> like hasn't even taken off yet. This guy, he's next to me in the aisle. Then on the other aisle seat across from him was his wife. Mm-hmm. So he's like trying to go through. They have a lot of free movies on the Delta flight. So he's trying to go yeah. through movies or something to watch. Mm-hmm. And after like a minute, he's like, fucking damn it. There are no good fucking movies to watch. And was so, <laughs> dude, was so mad. Like so, he looks at his wife and like, there's no fucking movies to watch. It's like, <laughs> and then just I, was I, so I, mad. I wish I could just see your face. It's like when you become aware that you're sitting next to yeah. someone with like anger management issues. And then he put CNN on and then his wife was like trying to be like, oh honey, there's like so-and-so that's supposed to be good. And he was just so pissed. He just didn't even care if she said it. Damn. And then like later in the flight, the guy in the window seat wanted to get out. So I had to tap the guy like, hey, like this, oh, this guy yeah. wants to get out. Cheers. I thought he was going to punch me in the yeah, face. Yeah. I was legitimately nervous. This guy's going to fucking knock me out. So Maybe he just wanted a friend to talk to. He, I did don't you? think he did. I think that's the last thing he wanted was a was friend he, to talk Was to. he dominating the armrest? He was dominant. We were fighting for the armrest and he would like eye me up uh, if I took the armrest. But otherwise I was sitting with like my did he look like, elbows and my... Nah, he was not intimidating. I, I would have worked him if yeah. it came down to it. But so, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I will if I have to. Yeah. yeah. You got so. to. And you'd be national news. Yeah, that would be that would for sure be national news if I whoop somebody's ass on a plane. Um, but that's it. So flight, other than that, wasn't so bad. Nah, flight was fine. Otherwise, I remember one time I was flying home from Israel, long ass flight, and same thing, big plane with the uh, the row of four in the middle. Um, and I'm everyone's boarding the plane. I'm walking down the aisle and. Now you sort of look up ahead and try and like add the number of rows to guess which seat is yours because you're moving slowly. Right. So I'm looking ahead and I see, I, I knew I had an aisle seat, so I was pumped about that. Or no, 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 sorry. It was not an aisle seat. It was, was it? Maybe it was an aisle seat. I knew I didn't, whatever seat it was. So I see it up ahead and I'm like, please don't let that be me because in the seat right next to it, I see this morbidly obese dude. And I was like, please, please don't let that be my seat. And then sure enough, I get up there and it was, and he's like taking up my seat, like his seat and then half of my seat. And I'm like, did he say anything to you? you I feel like if you're that big, you kind of, you got to acknowledge it. Like I I was like squeeze in and like, you know, I'm I'm basically like hugging him the entire flight. (laughs) Like sitting on his stomach. (laughs) Yeah. Situations like that. It's like, maybe just like, can they buy two seats? I don't know. Should should they (laughs) Should they be obligated? It's the, like you're taking up two seats. Maybe you should be obligated to. But the problem is, would somebody want to do that? Because then you're just like. No, they wouldn't want to. Yeah, so they wouldn't buy it. That's what no, I mean. I'm saying. Can we, like can we mandate to? it? Force them to? Like if you're over a certain circumference, <laughs> you have to buy two seats. Just yeah. make it by the whole row. Fuck it. <laughs> just yeah. You have to buy an entire row. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that would be a nice. I had that happen once on an amusement park ride. I was in between <laughs> Two morbidly obese dudes. Uh, there was like, it was one of those ones where you spin, like it spins <laughs> like uh, top to bottom, but then it also like twists. Yeah. Like it spins that yeah. way. So I was trying to get on. I was waiting and they're like, there's only two spots left. And, but they were like, it was, I was going out with one friend, but they were like not next to each other. They're mm. like the last two spots. Like, oh, we'll go. Mm-hmm. So I literally got stuck between two 
absolutely <laughs> massive human beings and it was the same thing they're <laughs> dude i couldn't see my legs because their fat was both like draped over my legs and just like i had no legs it was the worst the, the good ever. thing about that though is if the ride somehow derailed and, and you guys went flying like you'd, you'd be you'd be pretty safe <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cushion, a lot of support. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hopefully it just doesn't break because that, that'd be a problem. Yeah, no. I don't. Um, try to think from flight. Oh, uh, there was also a baby on the way there. Baby didn't make a fucking peep. Oh, dude. MVP. What the fuck? I, we saw that baby. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, there's a baby. This is going to suck. It's a long flight. That baby didn't make a word, and the parents should get an award. That should yeah. be a thing. If you have a baby and you get through the flight without yeah. creating any type or of any annoyance, like public, yeah, like you yeah. should get like a free flight. Mm-hmm. You should get something for your next flight. Yeah, because I was because afterwards, like, wait, the baby didn't even make a noise, and we were like, oh my god, like it, it that's, was that's a great baby, unbelievable. That's what a great a baby. baby. That baby's gonna do big things. Boy or girl. Older. Could you tell? I don't him? even know. Yeah. I was just pissed when I saw him. Just want to yeah. dap him up at the end. And yeah, just give him a fist bump or, like you're or, a fucking legend. Or just throw him the, the index finger let him grab it. <laughs> you you earned this. That's how you dap up a baby. You just throw the index finger and let him grab it. <laughs> uh, oh, and then uh, one, the last thing about the flight. I don't think anyone cares about flights. They... Start. They go on the loudspeaker before the we were boarding on the way home. Mm-hmm. And they said 20 people in basic economy or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. have to had to check their bags oh i hate when they do that and they were like if you don't there's no room do in it, the overhead force them. yeah but and then the guy was like really policing people like if a woman had the tiniest little purse she's like that's three bags like blah, blah. and they would just yeah. be like so if i just put it in my other bag is it fine he's like yeah and they would just do that <laughs> but then we literally beat the cutoff by like four people behind us they yeah. made everyone after that check their bags yeah but fuck them it's their fault they make checking a bag so expensive so everyone finds every possible way to not check a bag yeah, and then they p- get pissed at you you're bringing too many bags well yeah. if you didn't make it fucking 50 dollars for me to check the bag <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then you'll lose my shit all the time when i check it <laughs> then maybe we wouldn't have this problem but you create the problem no, but some people bring too much carry-on shit because theoretically there should be enough space for everyone to have a reasonably sized carry-on, right? Right. I have, the, I have the, my suitcase I use is the absolute biggest suitcase you can get away with being a carry-on. It's, really? Yeah. There's, if it was an inch bigger, they would probably give me shit. You know, it just barely yeah. gets by. You know, like at, at check-in that, um, like rectangular thing they have that says if your bag can't fit in here, it, it, yeah. it has to be checked. Yeah. One time I got called out by one of the workers for the airline saying oh i don't i think you have to check that and i was so set on not checking my bag so i spent like 10 minutes jamming it into trying to make it smaller yeah because it was was like a big duffel bag backpack thing so it was malleable so i was just (laughs) fucking shoving this thing that clearly did not fit and i was just she's watching you do it she's just watching the whole time i'm like sweating profusely like oh fuck it's gonna fit and i i got it in but it it took a couple minutes they let it go yeah they let it go damn i feel like usually they'd be a hard (laughs) like about the whole thing that's so funny but how was utah Utah. Have you ever been to Utah before? No, I've, I've never, never. I've never been to Utah. The only time I've ever been west is to LA, which is very different than Utah. Mm. I have to say, I definitely see the appeal of living in Utah. Really? Yeah. It was like, well, the number one thing that all of us, we're all visiting our friend Tyler. Mm-hmm. Shouts, Ty. We, the number one thing we took away from the trip Everyone in Utah is so fucking nice. It's because they're Mormon. Dude, no, they weren't. No one was me. I met, I didn't meet a single Mormon. 
Really? No, I didn't. How do you know? Can you spot him? Yeah, dude, mile away. <laughs> no, I I didn't see. As far as I could tell, it wasn't like I was in Mormon country like the whole time. I every yeah. single person I met, no matter where I was, whether they were an Uber driver, mm-hmm. uh, someone working wherever I was, a random person, yeah. no matter what, the nice every person out niced the person before them. Wow. It was insane. It was almost I mean, off-putting. I was it, like, when I, we get yeah. back to New York, I'm going to have to just get in someone's face yeah. to feel normal again. It was crazy. It doesn't surprise me. I feel like, you know, it's so much more relaxed and easy going out there. Everyone's, you know, just lives a simpler life. And and when you get used to New York City, the Northeast, but especially New York City, like, and this becomes your standard for how people treat each other. And it's yeah. like, you go out there, it's, it's going to be a lot different. It is so different. It's just there's no tension. Mm. There's no like in New York, you always feel there's some kind of tension because there's so much shit going on. Everyone has somewhere to be. Yeah. And there's like it's congested. There it's just. Were you in the mountains? Yeah, we were yeah. in the mountains. We went to we were in Salt Lake City, Park City. Is Salt Lake City a mountain city? Is it high elevation? It's pretty is high it- elevation. Although Park City <clears throat> was a lot higher. Mm-hmm. And it was, dude, it was Did you guys ski? We didn't ski. No. We, because only RJ skis. Okay. And Ty. And mm-hmm. then it was kind of like, we could try, but they don't really have beginner slopes in Park yeah. City. And it's, do you really want to spend $200 for us to Busting just- your ass all day? Yeah, bust our ass and not have a good time. So <laughs> we were going to snowmobile too, but then that, oh, that ended up not sick. working out. We couldn't find a place to rent yeah. it for the time we looked at it. But you guys it. were shooting guns. We were shooting guns. Dude, how that, was that? Was that your first time shooting a gun? I've shot a revolver before once, um, which I, is harder than what we were. I was shooting like we were shooting big assault rifles, and that was 10 times easier than shooting the the revolver. Really? Have you ever shot anything? I, I've shot a rifle when I was like a young teenager uh, on some vacation, but but that's it. Dude, and I, I don't remember it that well. I just remember the it like tossed me back 10 feet. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the first time I shot a gun was this revolver. So I was like, oh, they're like, oh, you know, it has a lot of kick. I was like, okay, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, I was like, all right, sure, I got you. I go to shoot it. Dude, my left arm flies this way, like flies off. And my right arm just boom, like in the air, just straight up. And I was like, holy shit, it was crazy. But then this one, we shoot the assault rifle. It's not that bad because it has kick, but it's... It's in, your, yeah, shoulder, it's in your shoulder, so, you can, so it doesn't really. It kicks a little bit, but and we also yeah. one of them had a bipod, so if you really want to in the beginning, we would just oh, really? kind of stand it oh, up, that's and pretty cool. you could just. Are they like you know, military grade rifles that you were shooting? Yeah, and it, dude, you how to feel? It was feel, cool. Did it, it feel powerful. It did, but after you did it for a while, it's kind of just like okay, I'm like I got it. You know, mm-hmm. I would have liked to shoot a pistol because I feel like that would have that'd be harder. Yeah. It's much more like you got to stabilize it. You, you don't have the scope. We had scopes, which made it oh, easier. Damn. So, um, yeah, you can't turn an assault rifle sideways to look right. gangster. Yeah. You can't like you do can, that. You, can't. <laughs> you cannot do that. It's also, you, it's harder to screw up with an assault rifle because really? to like, well, to like turn yeah. a gun around and like shoot yourself, you yeah, have to like flip the whole gun with the handgun. You can like fumble with it and True. have a problem. But yeah, I was probably the worst one. Everybody too. Accuracy really? wise. Yeah. I was pretty bad. Why? I don't know. I wasn't like bad. Like, I mean, I was hitting the target, but it wasn't very good. I had a problem seeing out of the scope. I think I'm like dumb. I was like, I couldn't find the scope well. I was having an issue. But you could have shot anything. It was nuts. You walk <laughs> in this place, it, it says it's the biggest gun range in Utah, in the Midwest. Oh, wow. And they had every gun you could think of. They even had a like a browning. Mm-hmm. Like the, you can have like, have a big like 
pretty much like a missile launcher, and you could have shot that if you wanted to. Not inside. Yeah, I don't know, but they had it, and you could. Did have they have a down. crossbow? I don't know if they did. That would have used it. Sam would have oh, yeah, it for sure because he wants to do that shit. <laughs> but yeah, so shooting was fun. We went to Antelope Island, and I was up close to Buffalo or Bison. I guess we're oh, different Bison. That was, we were like ten feet from them. Really? Yeah. It was. Just They're crazy. big motherfuckers, right? Dude, big mother. Wait, this is actually. Are, are there any predators that eat them? Buffalo. I don't Wait, know we're buffalo we're, or bison? Bison. Bison. Yeah, which they're right. technically different. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. People say use them interchangeably, but they're yeah. different, and they're bison. Are they like at the top of the food chain in their habitat? I don't know. Or? I would think they'd be like wolves. Wait. Also, what do they eat? They they just eat grass. They just right? eat they grass graze. Dude, all day. Yeah, they just graze Crazy. all day. Yeah. Shout well, out vegan. Shout. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they're so muscular when all they eat is grass. They're just beef city. Yeah. They're just dude. They're all muscle. They're massive. And they, I guess they're used to people being around them, so you could get real close, and they were cool. And they don't but like charge someone, you or anything. Well, someone got mauled at that exact spot earlier last year. Like a couple people by did. what? By a buffalo or by a bison. It mauled them. Like it like charged them and like killed. I think it killed people. Yeah. Oh. So like, shit. do they have horns? Yeah. They're wild. Like it wasn't. It was not. They weren't caged in any way. It was just they were just roaming. Yeah. They're right next to the road. We just pulled over, and people were just taking pictures Holy and like up close to them. Yeah. Dude, that's so. what's cool about the West. That they have like cool animals out there that yeah. we don't have here. Yeah, but the, dude, the, at one point, one of them, we were, the guys kind of tar- started talking too much and getting too, like, not focused on, yo, there's some big, massive animal, <laughs> like, 10 feet from you, <laughs> and then one of them kind of turned and looked at us, and we were like, oh, shit, because they, like, they were making eye contact with you, but yeah, one of them yeah, yeah. made eye contact with us, we we're like, fuck, yeah. so we start backing up, so I'm, like, backing up slowly, I got mad nervous, another one just squares up with us, it eyes us up and squares up, dude, dude, I... My heart never <laughs> raced so fast in my life. Like I actually thought it was going to charge us. And I was like, I literally looked around to see what car I could hide behind <laughs> for a second. I was so scared. The, there are certain animals where you're supposed to get real big and scream and, and try no and be intimidating. And then there's other animals where you got to like be submissive. Like I, I, I've seen videos of um, like a dude who had an encounter with a bear and he like made himself real big, yeah. like I know his arms out and started like screaming and roaring and shit. And the bear sort of like scared the bear away. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I don't think you should I do that. With, about like, bison. You shouldn't do that with a fucking gorilla. Like a gorilla no, would take that just, as a fucking challenge. And right. So I feel like there's like animals you can do that with and animals you can't. I feel like you just try not to make any sudden movements, movements to threaten it. And then once it's coming at you, they're charging and you just got to fucking. Yeah. Try. So this is the funniest trip, trip your uh, weak friend. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's true. What do they always say? It's like a saying, like you don't have to be the fastest one. You just have to be faster than like the slowest person. Or something yeah. Like you that. just can't be the slowest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the funniest part of the whole trip that we were debating was our friend. Samuel was mm. adamant. I can't tell if he was, tr- I think he was oh, trolling. I, I think he would, you know how he like thinks he's the best athlete who's ever lived. So, yeah. and he's like super competitive with that shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was adamant <laughs> that he could just like, if he wanted to fuck with a bison, it just couldn't touch him. Like he was just Dude. like, he was pretty much like I could juke out a bison. He's like, if the bison charged me, it wouldn't fucking touch me. And we were like, yo, what are you talking about? This thing would destroy. He goes, nah, dude. He goes, it can't cut laterally. He was like, it can go only run straight. It can't run laterally. Like I could just run circles around it for days and it would never be able to get me. And was getting so angry when we told him he was wrong. He he couldn't be more wrong. (laughs) Holy shit. Like, dude, like I was dude, like, I, I kind of want to see you, you try and juke this bison. You out can't right fucking now. underestimate wild animals. They're so much tougher than us. It's insane. 
Yeah, they, like, they're we're and, not built the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you. I was like, dude, I'd love to see you even try to juke out a bison. Yeah. Like, you would get, like, I would feel, I would be upset you died, but it would, pr- it would prove me right, and I yeah. would feel good about that. <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, there's no way. He, he would go one juke, and that thing would just yeah, follow, would just- follow him with ease and then stick a horn right through his fucking Right, stomach. I was like, dude, if you dodged it one time, it'd be... Like the luckiest trampoline. Yeah, there's you not you're not making it two passes through. If he misses once, he's getting you the second yeah. time. <laughs> there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So, but he thankfully didn't have to try that. Yeah, so that would have been good. good. But he was, but he was very adamant that he could. He said all of us could. He was like, we yeah. could all just a, a bison could never touch us. No way. humans. And I was like, no that's Dude, so wrong. I've been real. I don't know why. You know how. Uh, are you big on YouTube? Do you watch YouTube videos? Yeah, that's all I watch. I, I don't watch TV. I just watch YouTube. Yeah, because I don't have any social media apps on my phone. So when I do need something to pass time, I just go straight to YouTube. And I think like one time I watched some video of like lions in Africa, like hunting or something like that. And ever since then, all my suggested videos have just been different wild animal videos, like lions hunting and like fighting off hyenas or random ass shit. So that's all I've been watching lately. It's just these fucking <laughs> animal videos. That's what sucks about YouTube, though. Sometimes I will see a video and I want to watch it, but I won't watch it just because I want to avoid only getting suggested those <laughs> yeah, videos. Like if true. I watch one video, every, like I remember one time I watched, you know that, oh, I forget his name. He's some conservative dude and he's like, prove me wrong. Like, Is that Ben or change my mind. He's like, change my mind. Is that Ben Shapiro? No, no, no. It's like, all I right. forget his name, but he'll do like, Trump isn't racist, changed my mind, yeah, something yeah. like that. And that became a meme, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it became a meme. Yeah. So he did one, there was one that I watched. And then just because I watched that <laughs> one video, I got suggested every single one of <laughs> yep. these motherfuckers' videos for like two weeks until I finally got the hint that I wasn't watching them. You can, uh, on that like Discover feed or whatever in YouTube, you can select like, don't show me these. that you're not interested in these. Yeah. Oh, that's so. good. That's good tip for all the listeners. Yeah. In case anyone else is having that problem. But um, anyway, so Utah was cool. Utah overall. was sick. Yeah. Did you uh, see the Mormon church in Salt Lake City? We did see the Mormon church. We didn't go to it. We drove past it. How is it? It's pretty big. Really? Yeah, it's big. Is I it didn't a have spectacle? Any, like, yeah, it, it's like it's like over the top. For really? Sure. Yeah, it's like a castle. Yeah. yeah. You can like, it towers over like the highway. Like when you're driving from the airport to Ty's apartment mm-hmm. we were driving, it was just like, like the highway, it just like overlooks it almost. Yeah. It was like, it was very... Very massive. That's cool. But that's I. I would like to see something like that. I feel like that'd be cool. Can you go inside and tour it? Or? I'm not sure. Yeah. I I have no interest really. I know. I'm just like intrigued. I don't know. I'm not. I just think they're weird. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <maybe. laughs> I just want to avoid those people. No, the so, best. Sorry to any Mormon listeners. I don't it, think. But it's not. It's not as. It's not like uh, Scientology. Right? Who was it? Bill Burr who had that stand-up thing where he's like, you know, Christianity. Uh, you know, they worship Jesus, Islam worships Muhammad. Scientologists worship a guy named Ron. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do. It's like... <laughs> it actually is. Like That's something really just doesn't sound right about that. <laughs> you worship a guy, worshiping a guy named Ron? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Yeah, that is something that makes... That just... Scientology <clears throat> makes no sense because it... 
it's known to be propaganda and fake and like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, like honestly. everyone knows that. It's public knowledge. They actively recruit anyway. celebrities as like PR stunts. Yeah, people just <laughs> join it anyway. They're like, all right, whatever. Like they got talked into it. I don't know how that's even that they even do I think it's more prominent in California, but they'll build big Scientology churches and they're just empty. But really? they just do it to make it seem like their presence is larger. Yeah. So there's a bunch of buildings they own shit, that are man. these massive like Scientology churches. I don't even call them churches, but shit like that. Yeah. And but they just don't use them. Yeah. It's just the front. Did you watch that Scientology uh Going Clear? That no. documentary on HBO? No. Must watch if you haven't seen it. It is crazy. It's about how Scientology started and about how they really progressed into shady tactics for growing the yeah, you have to pay following. a shitload of. Although, dude, it's it's a crazy documentary. Yeah. Highly recommend it. I hate to be a <clears throat> religion hater at the moment, but I feel like all religions are kind of like that. At some point, they were like church. What? You go to church and you give money to the church, and like I feel yeah. like all religions are based on like trying to get money out of people in a way. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe not all. Maybe Western religions. I don't know. Well, yeah, they need they need money to to keep going. But I I know what you mean when there's, um, like people high up in the bureaucracy of the church that are flying around on private jets and living lavish lives. Yeah. Like Joel Olstein or whatever yeah, his name yeah. is like, yeah. But I, there's, there's good and bad with everything. I feel like you got to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, this is a whole nother debate, but I don't think we could have like humans could have formed societies without religion. I think we needed it in order to move from tribalism into civilized societies why do you think uh, just to base our morals well because like, like humans are tribal creatures so you know similar to monkeys the, the tribe can't really exceed like 100 members but on average like 70 to 100 people um and that's the maximum that it can govern itself before shit starts to get out of hand so that you know that's our nature so then how do you govern an entire civilization of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people you need some type of core belief system that everyone buys into. You need laws, basically. That's how laws are invented. So religion was the earliest form of laws, of jurisprudence to, you know, as long as everyone believes in the same thing, you can live together in harmony without killing each other. Yeah. Yeah. That drives. I like the, and we've talked about that before, like the religion all coming from, the people being on psychedelics like the yeah, stone ape theory. I love I love that theory. Dude, I just want that to be true. The if people don't know the stone ape theory, it's pretty much like we evolved through like taking uh mushrooms and stuff like or that. Some type of like, psychedelics. Yeah, yeah, and that's how we gain <clears throat> this level of consciousness that other animals mm. and living beings don't yeah, really have. Or, or at least it was a catalyst. It, it played a role in it. But right. And then people people say that speculate that that's how I was actually listening to something about that how there's people have written entire books on like how a lot of Christianity came from stuff like that. And like all evidence that points to a lot of the teachings in the Bible being from like, they, they suspect the same thing. Like the people were on psychedelics and that's yeah. how they came up with these stories and stuff like that. Well, yeah. I mean, the story of Moses going to Mount Sinai and seeing the, the burning bush and then right, getting think- the 10 commandments, like, um, you know, the acacia bush is like, uh, supposedly growing in that area, and if you burn that shit, it had psychedelic effects. It's like, could have very well done some psychedelics up on the mountain by himself, and you know, 
you know, had realizations about life or like how people should live and then went back and tell everyone that he spoke to God. It's like, I don't know. When I did mushrooms, I felt like I talked to God. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they should. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you've done psychedelics, it does make you, uh, you know, you feel connected to the universe and everything like that. And it gives you sort of an idea of right and wrong and, um, you know, what's important, what matters in life and everything like that. So it could very well be that they psychedelics played a role in, um, you know, forming religions. I don't know. I feel like, well, the other thing I think is funny too is one, I kind of, I subscribe to that theory just because Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't make sense that all, like all those things happened back then, but then now they just never happen. And like, if somebody told you that kind of stuff happened to them in present day, you would just think this person's a crazy person. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just think the, the psychedelics thing just jives. Yeah. Well, and that's how you're seeing God. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> you do see God. <laughs> but I just I I don't know. I'm I'm not a religion hater and I'm also not like a practicing religious person, but I do see the value in it and I see I I think people who, you know, get all angry at religion or hate on religion take it too literally. Like take the biblical stories too literally. It's like, "Oh, you're going to believe that, you know, this fantasy thing happened from this story in the Bible." It's like, "Well, no, but can you entertain that that you know um it might be like a metaphorical thing for something that can be applied to your life i don't know right i think it can it's kind of like anything like today especially people have to take extremes mm-hmm. like you have to take everything at extreme like the right answer probably lies somewhere in between yeah and people try to take like if you hate on religion you take the extreme if you love religion you take the opposite extreme yeah but yeah. But you do need rules. I do think that humans need rules. And I think that's something that our generation doesn't like. Yeah, fuck rules. I agree. I hate rules. <laughs> rules are the dumbest shit ever. They're so dumb. Well, not like tyrannical rules, but you can't just have nothing because there's you, what's the point of, of anything? You know what I mean? Like you, people need some type of rule system in order to have some structure. It's like we, what we talked about last week. You need some structure in your life, but you... You can't have a structure without having some set of rules on how you should live your life. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah, but rules are, I feel like the problem with rules is they get, they don't evolve. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, they, that's. They don't evolve. Not that they have to, but some, it's like if you use any critical thinking, you're like, okay, this rule makes no sense. Like, we should update this rule. And some things we just like, it's like a traditional thing. Like, oh, no, this is just the way it is. And yeah. it's not necessarily the best way to do it anymore. We just get True. stuck in. Yeah. Well, re- religion also back, back on that point, like when it was starting, that was at a time where, you know, we didn't, science couldn't give us all the answers that it can today. And you know, how humans crave answers to questions. So that was a way to answer questions. And today people just use science as a religion and, you know, say, I don't believe in religion now because science is so advanced that it can tell us things. But I still think that there are certain things that science can't answer and, and might never be able to answer. And so, I don't know. Like what? Like, well, like what is consciousness? Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind you know of- what I mean? Like science can't answer those ultimate existential questions. So That's true. That's a very deep question. I don't even want to deep dive into that. <laughs> where where do our random thoughts come from? You know what I mean? Like a thought that just pops in your head without you thinking about it. Some, 
You know what I mean? Where does that, where's that coming from? <laughs> yeah. Well, they always say like, we really have no understanding of the brain at all. Like nothing. Yeah. We really don't get how it works in the slightest. That's why I read up on Carl Jung. He is the most brilliant person ever. Just that's all I'll say. Read up on Carl Jung. He answers some questions that science can't answer. Young is J-U-N-G, by the way. Yes, yeah. People probably get that. Wait, so actually getting into our topics and tyrannical rules, <laughs> that goes seamlessly into the first one. So why, why don't we get into that? Uh, of current events? Yeah. Are, are you talking about our uh, the beloved royal family? The beloved royal family <laughs> that I'm about to shit yeah. all over. And she's Prin- Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Um decided to step down from their senior roles in the royal family and are splitting their time between North America and England and specifically Canada. Yeah. And, uh, starting like a charitable organization and, uh, they want to be financially independent. I think that is that basically the gist of it? Basically the gist of it. All right. So what, what are you, what are your feelings? Dude, fuck the Royal family. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fuck the royal family so hard. Who gives a sh- Dude, it, that is the biggest scam mm-hmm. of our lifetime is mm-hmm. the royal family. They have no power. <laughs> they do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. They're just celebrities that people hold up on this pedestal. They are the Kardashians and nothing yeah. else. And it's just all a scam because they just keep like one, they're obviously super rich. Mm-hmm. But what, they, how, how do they technically like how do they have their money? Like, where does it come from? Is it just old money that... Yeah, it's just... It's just well, it's just old money. Well, I, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I think it's just they had old money and they just, once they got stripped of power, mm-hmm. they were just like, you can keep your money and status, but we're going to do this over here to run the country now. Well, yeah, they yeah, they set up so like you, you can Yeah, instead of just taking them down or some shit, it's like, all right, you can just keep doing you, but just you to just maintain, get out of... Just to maintain the tradition. Right. Yeah. But... And I was reading stuff about how, like, all the ways they make money. Dude. And the other thing, too, is Meghan Markle just gets shit on all the time. Like, you probably don't, like, pay mm-hmm. attention to it at all. Like, they criticize her for every... Who's she's they? Like, the media, tabloids. Like, really? I remember she got shit one time because she closed her own door. Because you're not supposed... You're supposed to get out, and then your bitch boy, like, driver, butler guy is supposed to close the door for you, and you're not supposed to touch it. So they shit on her for that? Yeah. And like she just, and I think she gets shit just because she's American. She's been divorced. She's yeah. biracial, which I think she's the first person. Yeah. Like the yeah, she's stirring the family. things up. Now she's pulling away the prince from the family. Dude, but I feel that. Well, yeah. it's also, I think Prince Harry, like, because there's all like an order of who gets to become king and queen yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's he, pretty distant. Right? Yeah. He he's pretty much like, has no chance of getting to yeah, that position. And he doesn't, they don't need them. Like they're like, oh, we're going to be financially independent as if that's crazy. But I was reading how, <laughs> how much money they bring, like the two of them mm-hmm. probably bring in the most money to the royal family out of everybody else in the royal family. They're the most famous at the moment. Yeah. They're the most like out there in the media and in the public eye. Mm-hmm. They don't need them. They can just go do their own thing and just parlay their celebrity into other ventures and just make money themselves. They don't need that ridiculous amount of money. And then going back to the rules thing. Why do you need to abide by all these dumb rules? Like, yeah. I just, like, they probably just want to, like, she just wants to live her life. Like, why does she, she has to follow these rules. She gets shit from everybody. And they were saying there were articles, like, like, they would be like, oh, she's, yeah, like, It was definitely big for her career, though. She was pumped as shit that she was marrying into the royal family. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That was strategic for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I applaud her for it. <laughs> 
I mean, he knows that probably too. She's she's kind of making boss moves. She like, you know, got herself into the royal family, and I'm I'm my theory is that she's the reason that they're peacing. Like she was probably chirping in his ear, like, let's yeah. let's do our own thing, blah blah blah, and. He's like, oh, okay, maybe whatever. You want. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, but I think it's I think it comes back to that they never accepted her, and she gets shit. Yeah. She gets compared to Kate Middleton negatively, like they compare her to Kate and say like mm-hmm. Kate's so much better, and like fuck mm-hmm. her, and like the tabloids shit her all the time. And you're dumb because everyone knows in a relationship the woman runs a relationship. So if you're gonna be mean to the woman and she wants to get out of there, guess what they're gonna yeah. do? They're gonna peace. Oh yeah, that's what I said. I'm I'm sure it was her her decision, yeah. her idea. Dude. To move to Canada. And is she Canadian? No, she's American. Then why are they going to Canada? I mean, I mean they're probably just, they I'm probably not. just fuck with Canada yeah, more. Than I don't know. Maybe Canada just fucks. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Either way, fuck the royal family. I like actually. <laughs> I've, o- I've always been very confused by it. Like, so they, they're the descendants of the old, you know, the royal family from when a king and queen legitimately ruled the British Empire. Yes. But now there's democracy and they have parliament and everything like that. And they just sort of chill, but they still make a big fuss over them. Yes. And they get, and they still make a shitload of money. Like they sell like, dude, they sell like memorabilia and they like sell merch. They're like slinging merch as (laughs) if they're like a fucking musical artist. And they just use, and they use Meghan Markle and Prince Harry to to get money. Is the queen still kicking? She's. Yeah. She put out some statement like, I'm so upset about my family and like, you know, I hope to. Is that, is Harry her grandson? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Grandson. Yes. She's old as dirt, isn't she? I think so. She's a loser. She has, <laughs> she, dude. She was handed money, and then, dude. Like honestly, I have way more respect for the Jenners and the Kardashians than I do for the royal family. <laughs> dude, that well, I I understand that, and that's saying a lot because I don't have I don't have much yes, respect for them. dude. No, no, I have a lot of respect for them because they built. I mean, you can say whatever you want yeah. about, like, oh, it started from a sex tape with Kim yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But, dude, it takes a certain, like, most people would have that spot in the limelight and then it would wither away. They get their 15 minutes of fame and then it's gone. You have to have some kind of skill. Of business acumen. And business acumen. Well, that's Chris Jenner. To right? seize that. And that's Chris Jenner. Yeah, Chris she's Jenner, just exploited the fuck out of her hot ass daughters. <laughs> yes. She's exploited her hot ass daughters and she's built her and all of them have built an empire. Honey, go suck some dick from a, a famous dude and, and, ta- and videotape it. Dude, but she saw the opportunity. Like, they saw the opportunity. And they built like what wasn't something became something. The royal family was just born into some rich shit, mm-hmm. and they don't do anything. They don't like they don't no, have I, power. I agree. I agree. And then everyone kisses their ass, and that's what the whole tabloids in the yeah. UK are based off of. And they just do, and they're just snobs yeah. stuck in these old rules that don't matter anymore. Well, what's uh? Yeah, I, I, this is so dumb. What is that <laughs> form of government called when it's uh, led by royalty, like a king or a something? monarchy? I, yeah, I guess. Monarchy. Like, okay. I'm sticking um, to that. All right. You can look it up if you want, but that's, um, that's my answer. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's such an outdated form of government and like Western values nowadays is like work, work hard and, uh, you know, earn, you know, everything's based on merit, right? There's no, yeah. you're not handed anything. No one wants handouts or work hard to achieve success. So it's so contrary to what Western values are today. So it's just like. Random. I feel like a, there are probably a handful of ultra rich old money people though that just 
they're in that same boat. They yeah. just don't have the notoriety that the royal family does, obviously. But yeah. dude, screw their rules. Screw that stuff. They don't need them. They're gonna make like they're, they want to be financially independent, and they're gonna make plenty of money <clears throat> with it. Like they don't need the queen to make money. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be more successful because it allows them to do more. Th- I bet they're restricted on what they can and can't do. What do you mean? Like for example, technically she is allowed to do it, but I know that Meghan Markle got shipped because she did. Uh, she edited. She was like a co-editor for something in Vogue UK. Something like that. Mm-hmm. She was helped. Like, and she's not supposed to? And they gave her shit like she's not supposed to do that. Although... She should just sit there and... Kate Middleton had done that <laughs> before. Th- <laughs> yes, yeah, so like Kate Middleton had done that before. So it's like, it's stupid, but she got shit for it. But there's definitely things where it's like, oh, you can't... Like Meghan Markle probably can't model. Yeah. Because that would be like, you know, if she's in a bathing suit in public, God forbid, like that's a battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying that she has to do that, but that's just the, my dumb brain. That's what I jumped to. <laughs> Like there's definitely things that they weren't able to do mm-hmm. and now they can just do it and they're probably going to make more money based yeah. off their own merit than just getting handed money and being restricted on how they can live their life by all these old ass rules. So do you think this is the beginning of the end for the tradition in England of having a royal family? I think they're going to have a – I could see them having a problem. I, I don't know because I think probably not because we're obsessed with celebrities as a society and a culture. Yeah. So we're still going to hold them up to a pedestal as just being pseudo celebrities, essentially. And if you're in that situation, like it really behooves you to stay, you know, behooves, behooves. What a word. I love behooves. I use behooves all the time. Do you? Behooves is a sick word. Yeah. That's like one of my go-to words. That's a, that's a word that'll catch your attention. If you're, if I'm in conversation, like right now. Yeah. If I'm in conversation with someone in. and they say the word behoove, I'm like, oh, everyone, I, I'm listening. Everyone doing work at their desk, they just heard me say that. They just stopped doing what they were doing. They're like, whoa. And just Google behoove. <laughs> Dude, behoove. Definition. Look it up. Sick word. <laughs> yeah, I use it all the time. Um, Sorry for interrupting that. It's all right. I mean, I'm, you recognize me for using a sick yeah. word, so I'm happy. But yeah, that's what I think. I can't imagine... Yeah. Very often somebody having all access to all that money and fame and uh, prestige and like mm-hmm. getting handed just like this perfect life mm-hmm. and throwing that away. So I actually don't think it's going to change. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I don't care about yeah. any of that shit. I don't know why anybody <laughs> cares about them. They're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't know what, what they do to, I don't know. That's impressive. Like nothing that they do is impressive, right? They just exist basically. Yeah. It's not world. like they're meeting with, you know, other countries. They're not leading the country. They're, they're not doing anything for the country. Yeah. They're just celebs. They just have like fancy weddings. Yeah. Yeah. They make, <laughs> and they made like a billion dollars from the wedding. They made a Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, what I mean. It's a scam, dude. And everyone just feeds into it. Yeah. All right. Well, then props to them for leaving. Props to them. Also, last thing about them. Fun fact about Meghan Markle. She was one of the models on Deal or No Deal. Like she was one of the women who opened the case back in the day. No way. Yep. Wow. And Howie Mandel didn't know, like, she was a nobody at the time. So he didn't, like, even remember that that was the case. But she was. Yeah. Just a random fun fact. Damn. Yeah. Cool. All right. Everyone starts somewhere. That's true. All right. In other news, Twitter. They have a new feature where now that you can decide who gets to reply to your tweets and who doesn't. So there's four categories. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head the name of each one, but basically they're... Um, you know, levels of who can reply. So there's like the free, you know, the open one where anyone can reply. And then it gets more and more restrictive until, 
the the fourth one is no one can reply. And I know you are very opinionated about Twitter as a company, so let's hear your thoughts. I the yeah, so it's like the tiers are like everybody, only people I follow, only something else, and then it's mm-hmm. like nobody. Yeah. Um good or bad. I the the goal of why they're doing it is because to prevent like Jeff or uh Jack Dorsey. I don't know why I can think of his name. Mm-hmm. Jack Dorsey is very he worries a lot about and I forget the word he uses, but people like the mob piling on somebody. So if I tweet something yeah. and people want to cancel me, like something that yeah. is like a cancelable thing, and the people mm-hmm. all like attack them and they just get, you know, thousands of reply yeah. tweets being like, You're a piece of shit, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So in an attempt to avoid that that's their solution. They did it at, I think it's like CES 2020. I don't know what it stands for, but some kind yeah. of like future tech conferences where they talked about this. So when's it being implemented? I don't know if it's even imminent. Oh, it's just an idea right now. It's just like something they put out there and presented as like a possible solution to, for that problem. It's a good idea for for addressing that issue. I mean, um, if you think about, you you got to get creative with, with solutions to shit like that. It seems... From from the article that I read, it seems like it it, it could help in some way. I know? think it would be worse. You think it's going to be worse? Not in that scenario. Like you can prevent people from piling on, but I think it will lead to more divisiveness in our society because I can now have the ability to to tweet something very strongly opinionated and controversial. It doesn't yeah. even have to be factual, and I can prevent you from replying and disagreeing with me and thereby creating an echo chamber for myself and driving people further apart. That's an, yeah, that's, I guess that's the other side of the argument is, uh, it's almost like censor censorship in a way where it's, um, you know, it's cutting off dialogue. It's cutting off dialogue and it's a way for me to ensure that my ideas cannot be challenged. Yeah. And that's, the problem I think in our society today is people have an issue with being challenged. But, but in reality though, back and forths on Twitter between random people, are they really accomplishing anything? It's not like, um, you know, speakers, uh, like in front of a big audience on a stage, like having like a panel discussion or something like that, who have differing opinions or sort of having a debate in front of a bunch of people. It's, you know, that, that's where being able to respond to people's arguments and having a back and forth dialogue is effective. Is it really effective or accomplishing anything on Twitter to, to be able to challenge someone's arguments? I I don't know. In most cases, no. And I agree with what you're saying, but I think it's the philosophy of, I have the, like, it's giving, it's like, oh, I have the power to censor your ability to challenge me. Like, I just think it's a philosophical thing where people have this idea in their head that that's a thing Mm -hmm. when it shouldn't be in the real world. And I think by doing it there in something that effectively drives culture in some way that, that then can bleed into your everyday life where people who subscribe to like, I don't want anyone to challenge challenge what I just said. Then in the real world, I challenge what you just said. You can't handle it mm-hmm. because you're avoiding it in every aspect you have control over. So I just yeah. don't think you should have control over that. Yeah, I see. I, that go, that's like the mentality that kids are growing up with, right? I mean, our generation included. Yeah, or it's 
and that's what I was saying at the end of last week. We value kids' opinions way too much. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you should be able to defend your opinion. Like that's actually something that pisses me off in general. Well, no, you should be you should be open to being confronted with a disagreement, like someone who disagrees with you, and not have not have that turn into something hostile. Like that 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 should just be normal. You know what I mean? If you say something and someone disagrees and confronts you in, in disagreement, you know, you should welcome that. That should be like, okay, let's let's talk, you know what I mean, instead of just being outraged about everything. Yeah, I kind of enjoy debating people to be honest. Like I yeah. welcome like I kind of welcome that. But yeah, like I just don't think people should like be really avoiding those types of situations. It's just yeah, like yeah, you said, so like, so you're what you're saying is you think it's gonna start to um, like what uh, how it's gonna be on Twitter where no one can respond to you. That's gonna start to affect how they feel about conversation in general. It's gonna trickle over into it, their everyday life. Yeah, like, like it makes me if I'm doing that, it makes me think I am able to state my opinion, mm -hmm. and you do not have the right to challenge my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because like Twitter said so. Twitter gives me the ability to make sure you can't do that. Yeah. And I just think like and I was saying before, I have like people, I get annoyed when people have an opinion. Like if you can't handle being your opinion being challenged, mm -hmm. like if you get flustered and don't have the ability to defend yeah. how you feel, it means you're probably wrong or your opinion's not based on anything other than your opinion. Which means it doesn't or matter. It's, or it's based on something that you heard that sounded appealing that you really don't understand the right, issue like, at all. Because that's what it, I mean, that's what it is today is everyone's an ideologue. And that's the worst thing that can be. Because right? an, an ideology is essentially subscribing to a set of beliefs, an, an entire belief system. So it's like if you subscribe to the entire left political wing's belief system, it's like you're just a without synthesizing any of your own opinions about issues. And you're, you're just a mouthpiece for everything that you hear on MSNBC. And the same goes for the other side. If you're listening, reading Breitbart or something like that, I don't know, but like you, essentially you could be replaced by someone else who shares, who, who also subscribes to that entire ideology and they'll say the same exact thing that you're saying. So what it means is like, you really don't even have an opinion. You're just, regurgitating what you heard because it sounds appealing to you. Right. Like it's you don't a, have an original thought. Like so that's why if, if someone can't truly defend their opinion, it, it means it, the opinion is not theirs. That, that's, that's how I look at it. You know? I think the opinions theirs or you just, you just don't have a, they don't understand the issue to have the opinion. It's like, right. they're, it's they're just, just, you just have an opinion and it, that shouldn't necessarily have value or like, like I shouldn't have to value that. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, I shouldn't have to value, like, just because you have an opinion, it doesn't mean, like, that that's it. Like, it doesn't stop there. Like, if I challenge your opinion, you should be able to, like, well, I feel this way because of X. Yeah. I feel this way because of Y. If we disagree, we disagree. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong. And there's nothing. Yeah. But if you're afraid of people challenging your opinion, that means you're, uh, I guess you're, um, what, whatever beliefs you have that are supporting the opinion are, are brittle. You know, yeah, because like they, you're, if you're afraid of people challenging your opinion, that means like whatever is holding up your opinion is easily breakable. Right, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like when I say I, I like debate, like I'm like if I have an opinion, I feel strong about something. I'm down to have someone challenge me because I want to own them. 
and like, it, well, I'm that, like, and, your opinion, and, and then I'm gonna state why you're wrong and make you look wrong. Like that, and it'll make you sharper. Yeah, you know, it'll make you better. So sometimes people who disagree with you, there's merit to their opinions. You know, what right. I mean, there, there's, there's. So if you actually listen to someone who disagrees with you, they don't necessarily have to change your mind, but by listening to them, it'll it'll make you sharper. It'll make you, um, I guess, smarter in constructing arguments and, and defending your opinion things like that. You have to listen to your opponent or, or else your, you know, your opinions like, what is it? It's yeah. weak. Yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing bad can come out of your ideas being challenged because yeah. either you're right or you learn, you learn something more, you learn something more, mm-hmm. you get the right or, answer. Or, or you, they point out the flaws in, in your, your argument, in your yeah. arguments. And then you know, you go back to the drawing board and say, okay, I, I got to, I got to figure this out. If I'm going to have this opinion, I, I can't have holes in my argument like this. I got to, right. I got to understand this better. I got to learn this better or something. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's a win-win for both sides yeah. if you can have a civil dialogue. But right. so Thank anyway, you. back to, back to Twitter. So they're, they're ruining this. <laughs> yes. They're going to ruin that. I, I don't, yeah. I, I think Jack Dorsey, his heart is in the right place, but I, yeah. Well, I'm I sure there's some, a lot of pressure for him to do something about it. And, and it's a publicly traded company. I feel like whenever you're a publicly traded company, you're at the mercy of shareholders. Yeah. So I think. And the media and the public. And the media and the public. Yeah. And the public scrutiny. I, I mean, I feel like just some things is just human nature and let that shit play out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's literally, it's like you can't, you can't go into the real world and dictate how like you and I have a conversation. Nobody can tell us. Mm-hmm how we handle that a debate or a discussion or anything like that. We're free to have a discussion. I think that translates online. Yeah. Like it's just, it's not possible without having some kind of negative effect. So if you're going to have that platform, it just has to mm-hmm. be and whatever happens, happens. It's also, it's just another thought off of that. It's so interesting how much weight we give things that happen online like it's not even happening in the physical world you know what i mean it's like yeah i think it's because we have so much access to information now and everything's like clickbaity and the media is always looking for new stories that it's just it's easier to get a story because things are always happening online like nothing the the internet doesn't sleep it doesn't stop like there's always shit happening so it's it's easy to cherry pick things that happen online and we're all in that world half the half the day anyway yeah so like the old saying actions speak louder than words or it's like you know judge a man by his actions not by you know anything else like what but what you do physically in the world is the most important uh thing to be judged essentially right right it's like it's it's such a weird thing that now things are like happening online in this virtual world and it's like did it even really happen is it is it yeah i mean what happens like people are having these battles fighting on twitter who the fuck cares i don't know yeah like nothing it's, changed in the real world yeah exactly half the time that, that, yeah like that's a, my point exactly it really just stayed there and it's, it, if unless you choose to bring it out into your real life it's just it just existed it just, there it didn't even really happen that's why i'm saying it's so interesting how much weight we give yeah. on shit that happens online so, I think it's because we react that way. Like you and I are like, oh, like this happened online and we yeah. talk about it. It's like, I feel like most people do that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just. Well, because it's driving culture now. So yeah. We're controlled what, by the media. what people are talking about. They put it in our face and we just eat it up. Yeah. 
Interesting. Um, anyway, so we'll stay tuned with that and see if, uh, if they implement that or if anything further comes out about that. Um, how are we doing on time? Uh, we could kind of speed it up a little bit, but all right. Yeah. So I just really want to bring up, uh, <laughs> uh, Jillian Michaels, uh, comments about Lizzo. Um, dude, she this is the most anti Lizzo podcast ever. I know, I, dude. So I, I, I got, I gotta be honest. I got hyped when I saw this. So I'm going to, I'm going to read it yeah, read verbatim it real quick. What Jillian Michaels said, she said, quote, <laughs> why are we celebrating her body? About Lizzo, this is what yeah. she's talking about. Why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. I love her music. My kids love her music. But there's never a moment where I'm like, and I'm so glad that she's overweight. <laughs> End quote. It's like, so apparently those are the comments and now there's backlash. People are saying. Wait, read her follow. Is the follow up on there? Uh, is it the one I sent you? Yeah. Go to the top. It says update and then read what she said there. Because I like what she said there too. After receiving criticism, yeah, like go down. She did not back down. Oh, so then, yeah, she defended it after she got backlash, and she said, "I'm a health expert. For decades, I have said repeatedly that your weight and your size have no bearing or merit on your value, your beauty, your worth, your ability. Where it does have relevance is your health." And she's not wrong about that. And she went on to say, um, "And to pretend that it doesn't is not only irresponsible; it's dangerous." And it's just not a lie I'm willing to tell because it's politically correct. And I couldn't agree more. It's, yeah. Shout out Jillian Michaels. But I agree with Preaching her, facts. Dude. Yeah. I agree with her just off the fact of, like, that's kind of, I think I said that at one point of the 5 million times we've talked about Lizzo for some reason. I'm sick of talking about her. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it, why, it doesn't matter that she's fat. Like, people want to make it matter like it's just is her music good you know what i mean like that's all that really matters does she make good music yeah like her like and then yeah and you know what it is though it's good for business because people it's like a body positivity thing like other people like that because if if you're overweight you want to be told it's fine yeah identify so it's good for her business and her brand to celebrate that part of her Mm -hmm. and it's not to say like she's a bad person. It's not negative on her, of her character, even. But it's factually accurate that it's not good for you. Being overweight is is dangerous for your health. You increase the risk of diabetes, of hypertension, of heart disease. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. You're like, again, doesn't speak to your character. Doesn't mean anything about you as a person. And some people, it's just harder for them to lose weight. Like yeah. I, I was talking to somebody recently about like a mute. I don't know, a mutual friend of ours. How he's like, yeah, he hits the gym harder than me. He like goes to the gym all the time. And it's just, yeah. he has problems. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, take, and that's the thing the is, you know, it's one thing to be overweight, but for, um, based on your lifestyle habits and things like that, but people who are really, really overweight, like really fat, they don't necessarily have any more unhealthy habits than someone who's just a little overweight or moderately overweight. They're, it's not like they're eating more. It's not like their diet is worse. There's something metabolic, metabolically broken in, in their body, in, in their physiology. There's something, cause I, I've been, I've got really into intermittent fasting lately. I've been doing it for like two weeks now and it feels amazing. So, but I've been really interested in like reading about the science behind fasting and things like that. And this is what they say as the best treatment for obesity is just doing a, a prolonged fast like days right? Where you just have water and minerals. And the, the reason that that's effective is because it allows the body to reset because 
there, there's something metabolic, metabolically wrong. They're not processing glucose the way they're supposed to be. Their bodies, you know, naturally should. Uh, the body's producing too much insulin and, you know, all sorts of issues. So it's, it's not that they're completely out of control with the way they're eating a- any more so than a moderately overweight person. It's like, there's something, there's something wrong. That was a, that was a tangent about physiology, but <laughs> I, I, I did intermittent fasting for a little bit. And a fun fact about that is like, cause everyone's into the keto diet is you actually get into a higher state of ketosis from intermittent, intermittent fasting yep. than you do from the actual keto. Even diet. if you're eating carbs, during your feeding window. Right. And yeah. I, I also think um, for people trying to diet, it's much more like it's easy to maintain as a lifestyle. Like keto diet, you're not going to be able to do that long term. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't – intermittent fasting, I mean you should still eat healthy, but you don't have to restrict what you eat. Right. You just have to restrict when you eat. So that's a lot easier to do than a diet where you have to limit certain – you can only eat certain foods and other – you know. You know who lost a lot of weight from intermittent fasting is Jimmy Kimmel. Really? And he would fast. You can do a 16-hour fast, 8-hour feeding window, which mm-hmm. is like the shortest that, that you they, they yeah. say you could do. But he did – I don't know if it was 24 hours or 48 hours. But he would do like at least a day, I know for a fact, where he wouldn't eat. Like, so it would be multiple days a yeah, week. Yeah, like once a month or, or or what? No, like every week. Like Oh, really? Like He would alternate days of just not eating pretty yeah. much. And he That's lost a lot of weight and he said he felt amazing. Yeah. I'm doing 18 to 20 hour fasts right now yeah. and I'm so sharp throughout the day. I feel like I have more energy. It took a couple of days to get used to it, right. to get over the hunger, but I don't feel hungry anymore now. Even when it is time to eat, it's like, eh, yeah, I, I could eat right now, but I also don't have to, like, I don't, right. I don't feel that hungry, you know? So it's, it definitely shifts your body's physiology and you know you it starts to seek different energy sources it starts to burn fat i agree with also the being more mentally sharp like i don't eat before we do the podcast or other things like yeah when you eat it makes you feel sluggish and slow and yeah because like right. like- i i love going back to wild animals like what uh, what does a lion eat like once every three or four days right and when are they their most sharp when when they're, when they're hungry as shit after they haven't eaten in three days because that's right. when they have to hunt and that's when they're you know they're sharp as fuck. They're dialed in. Yeah. It's like, what does a lion do after it eats? Sleeps for fucking two days. Right. <laughs> you know it's what true. I mean? It's, like, it's true. So, yeah. So everyone just intermittent fast. Starve yourself. Check it out. Um, but anyway, so these comments about Lizzo, I don't know. She's spot on in my opinion. Yeah, she's spot on. I agree. Um, should we... We can breeze have, through the... Yeah, the, so the other thing we just wanted to talk about real quick, I know we're going a little over time, Antonio Brown going live on uh, Instagram and cursing out his ex-wife and all the cops that were out front of his house. He was like, His ex-wife or girlfriend? Or ex-girlfriend, girlfriend, sorry. But the thing that was just like alarming about the video is, I mean, he just looked, he looked stupid. He's like acting like childish, but his little kids were there. So that, that, that was a bad look. It's like, you don't want to be that... That's a, being a terrible role model, cursing out police officers and and the kid's mother. It was right, yeah. This, you know what I mean? And you don't know, like, like screaming profanities like that. I don't know. I think the story, the backstory was she. He told her he has a restraining order against her. Told her she could come get the kids' clothes and take the kids to school. But then she tried to take his Bentley, <laughs> saying it, she gave he gave it to her as a gift. But he said he didn't. There's no way for us to tell who is in the right or who is in the wrong. So I won't even judge well, it based off that. Of, but yeah, what you're going to say, regardless, you're just making your, like, there's no reason to go live. You're just making yourself look like an yeah, asshole. Yeah. Just don't go, don't, I mean, 
even if you're going to act like an asshole, which you shouldn't act like an asshole, yeah. why are you then going live? Going live so everyone can see you're an asshole. Like that yeah. makes no sense. It's just, just I don't he's know. Lost his mind. He he fell off, dude. His uh, I hope he never plays because because his past year has just been. He's just. Yeah. He used to be a likable player, you know. What I mean, he was like the best receiver yeah. in the league, and now he's like, just trying to be a rapper. One thing after another, you just look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not even like he's doing. He's like breaking the law and doing all these crazy things, yeah. like or doing drugs. I mean, he maybe just acting like an asshole. He's just acting like an asshole. It's like, dude, yeah. nobody wants to deal with you. You're just gonna be an asshole all the time. Like, no team wants to deal with that. Exactly. You're just a headache. Exactly. So I, I can't imagine a team wanting him. Yeah, he's trying to be a rapper, and I guarantee he's gonna suck. Gonna, dude, I can't wait till no, no athletes. Whenever athletes try and become uh, Damian Lillard, you listen to Damian Lillard. Was it good? He's good. I don't, I don't think I've listened to Damian Lillard. Is good. Really? Damian Lillard is good. Iman Shumpert's pretty good. Really? Iman Shumpert's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else is pretty. I just good. remember my, you know, my childhood. I was absolutely obsessed with Allen Iverson in fourth grade. I think I did my, I did like a biography report on him or something like that, and I remember reporting on. I think his. Album was called Jewels or something like that. It was. I never heard so, that. So trash, dude. Really? <laughs> so trash. Didn't Kobe try and rap? Kobe too? tried to rap. Shaq LeBron tried did. to rap. Shaq. LeBron Shaq. tried to rap. LeBron tried to rap. Oh. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> Victor Oladipo. Hear Victor Oladipo sing. No. Nah, uh, Voice of an angel. Yeah, maybe I have. Yeah, Oladipo have. can sing. There's a lot of NBA guys who do. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell raps, so he's kind of bad. Really? Yeah, he's not. Fuck good. Le'Veon Bell, dude. Yeah. He ruined my fantasy football season <laughs> last year when he uh, sat out. So, um, all right, let's just let's just skip to the last thing. Yeah, the so, McGregor Cowboy fight. Yeah, coming up this Saturday, UFC two forty six, I believe. Uh, the main event, Conor McGregor's return. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm a big McGregor fan, as most people know. Yeah. So I'm I'm a big McGregor fan, but not nothing crazy. I I like him, but I just watched that. Uh, documentary on Netflix, which I didn't even know existed, but it's apparently it came out in 2017, so it's a little old already. But it's basically a little uh, biographical documentary about his rise from, uh, you know, fighting amateur in the UK to um, making it to the UFC and and dominating UFC. Really, really cool documentary. It'll make you like him a lot if you don't. I surprisingly haven't seen that. I was telling Josh before. I probably should because i've heard good things yeah. he also did an interview he just did an interview with ariel ariel i can't ever say his name ariel yeah. hulani he's like the the yeah, uh UFC reporter guy. for yeah. yeah yeah and he was it was crazy like he's been just admitting to the fact that he just wasn't mentally focused for the khabib fight really he, he was drinking during the camp he was, he was like yeah he said he's like i was drinking during camp and partying and he's well, like it was pretty clear his you could see it in his body language he didn't have the like hunger or he's not confident coming out of that him. he yeah. did in his previous you know yeah he was know. but like he they said he said he would train really hard one day and mm-hmm. it would take like two three days off and drink and party and what then we'd the come back he's like i would train hard when i trained mm-hmm. but i wasn't focused outside of the gym and that was a problem he just i think it was because he became exponentially richer than yeah. he was before after yeah. the mayweather fight so I think he probably needed a buffer period to get used to being that that type of rich. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He actually kind of because he that. really embraced the the rich 
celebrity lifestyle. Right. He likes I mean, the he, he luxurious stuff. Yeah, he even said, flashiness. he's like, I'm not trying to spend money on material things anymore. He's talking about how LeBron spends millions of dollars on his body to keep him healthy. Yeah. And he's like, I should be doing that as opposed to material yeah. goods. So. Dude, because remember uh, when you interviewed Mike Trezano, he said something that was really interesting. He's, he thinks McGregor is one of the best fighters of all time, but not not one of the best champions of all time. And that's like a really he never interesting... never defended it. I mean, it's true. He never defended a title. Yeah, ever. that's a really interesting take because he's an incredible fighter, but yeah, he's he's not defending it. And yeah, he had like those... It was a weird loss to Khabib. He just looked out of it. Yeah, you know? Khabib's a beast. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Um, I think this the UFC is setting this fight up for him to win, though. This is definitely like a... Yeah. To gain some I'm, momentum. I'm a little nervous, though, because Cowboys... A good fighter, man. Yeah, Cowboys, no, Cowboys kind of go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say he he's that has that mentality. Like he's just a brawler. Like he just right. wants to fight. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's no he's, he's sick Muay Thai. He's kind of notorious for um, faltering in big fights. Yeah. So he's like he's never won. Like they were talking yeah. about that the other day. I was watching something. They're saying he's never he's had a problem winning his big fights. Like he's yeah. never won a title because he always like when he gets close he you know, has, he loses and like yeah. a, a, his big fight to get his shot. True. Um, I think, but he definitely has a, Cerrone definitely has a chance to win, but the UFC is doing everything they can to be like, okay, this is a big name guy. Yeah. It's stylistically good for McGregor. He, mm-hmm. sh- it's uh, someone he should be able to beat, get some mm-hmm. momentum, get some hype around him for the yeah. next fight. So it's definitely, he has to fucking win, dude. Yeah. If he, he loses, if he loses, he's done so. Yeah, for sure. Like, I just want to, I'd love to see some of that, that edge that he had when he was up and coming. It's so true. It's so hard to keep climbing once you've made it to the top. You know what I mean? Like, I think the good thing though, is he's not at the top anymore. Well, so yeah, I feel like true. he recognizes that. And that might be what's motivating him is he yeah. probably had the realization. Like I'm there in fame, but yeah. not in yeah. this industry. It would be a shame if his career peaked already. I like if it climaxed already. Right. Because I would just love to see him come out like he was, early on when he was going for um a belt you know what i mean before he ever won anything yeah i love he I was love so savage dude and he 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 had so much more energy like when he came out on the khabib fight he was like flat on his feet he seemed lethargic in comparison to you know he wasn't like jumping around and i think he was fucking, he was just too worried about getting taken down yeah, and he like true. it took him out of focus for like going at him and but he probably based on what he's saying he probably just had no confidence because he, he knew in the back of his head he didn't train well yeah. enough for it yeah it wasn't mentally focused well so has anything been in the news about how he's been training in this camp yeah it's all like he's the best he's ever looked he's in the best shape yeah, ever but they're, they're, they're always gonna say that though. right yeah so i mean well i guess we'll see but what's your prediction let's end with that uh uh i'll be i'll go ahead and say knockout mcgregor knockout in second round that's what I was going to say. Really? Yeah. But I could see third, maybe. I get nervous with him, though, because well, he, he starts to gas in the third. Yeah. That's what so, I'm saying. If he doesn't get a knockout early, he might not get one. Yeah. I'm going to say KO in the second round as well. But if it goes longer than... The second it goes past the second round, I get nervous. Yeah. But before that, I'm not nervous. Mm-hmm. But once it gets to round three, I'm nervous if it gets there. Yeah. Um, but we can see next week if we were how accurate we were. Yeah. Um, I'm hyped. I want to watch it together yes we're gonna watch it together i want to hold hands when we watch it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um all right let's wrap it up i didn't do the 
like, subscribe, share, ah. rate, review. Do that, please. Please, Wolves, share it. And uh, sorry for not having an episode Tuesday. You'll have one next Tuesday. I actually have a sick interview lined up. Yeah. And hopefully it happens because it'll be cool. You'll like that one too. Really? Yeah. You, I'll tell you once you I want, turn the microphone yeah, on. Yeah, let's keep it, for, yeah. keep it a surprise for now. All right. Peace out. Peace.